again this Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Save an additional 40%. Log on to LKQPickYourHeart.com for a location near you. Kelly Gramlich Show on 105.5 The Roar. Let's take it from the top. Clemson finished the season in basketball ranked higher than Kentucky. What a time. But I love seeing people achieving their dreams, okay? And just because he was so excited to achieve his dream, he brought a life-size picture of Grandma <laughs> up on the stage. This idea, the comparison with Deshaun and Lamar Jackson, has Deshaun Watson kind of paved the way and created more confidence for NFL GMs and a guy like Lamar Jackson, even though I still believe they're very different quarterbacks. We'll see. He has a mullet. That's the most American thing in the world. First of all, what? You should never tweet these sentences. Good grief. But anyway, I sound like such an old lady. You made it into one shining moment. That, that's a big deal, okay? That's, that's, that's the dream. All righty, and we are live. And now, Kelly Gramlich. Good morning, and welcome into the Kelly Gramlich Show on this wonderful Memorial Day weekend. So much to get to this uh, on the show today. In our one hour, we'll be here till 11 a.m. Hope to start off your Memorial Day weekend on a good foot here with the Kelly Gramlich Show. Big weekend in sports. So much going on. We saw LeBron will the Cavs to a Game 7 last night. You're going to have that Game 7 tomorrow night. Tonight, Game 6 with the Warriors and the Rockets with a possible Game 7 on Monday night. Of course, you have college baseball. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And we've got college baseball tonight. Clemson and Florida State, 4.45 p.m. pregame, 5 o'clock first pitch. Obviously hoping that will happen. The Pittsburgh-Louisville game is at 1 o'clock, so stand by. We'll see. Who would have thought the final four in ACC baseball? Pittsburgh, Louisville, Florida State-Clemson. Florida State-Clemson make a little more sense. And then, of course, you have softball super regionals this weekend as well. That's going to be on your TV all weekend. And then the Indianapolis 500, the Coca-Cola 600. You've got some great races this weekend. In our final segment today... I'm going to give you the three best stories I saw this week. One of them has to do with the Indianapolis 500. You're not going to want to miss that. Another great spectacle in American sports. But today, we're talking some college football on the program. And we're going to have former Gamecock quarterback, former NFL quarterback, current Furman tight ends coach, Connor Shaw on with us in our middle segment for the Chick-fil-A interview of the day. I know some of you may be thinking, this is the Clemson station. Why do we have Connor Shaw on? Connor Shaw is, first of all, a great person. I've met him a couple times and I've seen what he's done in his community and all that. He's, he's just a great guy, but he has some insight for us. I asked him a lot about his NFL career, a little bit about Steve Spurrier. We talk about his South Carolina career and also where he's going now with his Furman career. Once he get into coaching, he's a Greenville resident. He's one of us, people. I know you might not like to hear that, but he, he lives in Greenville. He lives in the upstate, and he's just an all-around great interview. So we're getting to that in our second segment today. Can't wait to talk to Connor Shaw and, of course, baseball later today. If you want to get in on the show today, 654-7627, you can call us. Short and sweet, though, I would request because we are only an hour show, but would love to hear from you. Or maybe even better, text us, 986-1566. That's 986-1566 on the Health Dare text line. And of course, always open on Twitter. At Kelly Gramlick on Twitter and at 1055 The Roar on Twitter as well. We're going to get to my poll question of the day, which pertains to our college football topic in just a moment. The KG Show today is brought to you by Engineered Sleep. 
Engineered Sleep knows the best way to get a good night's sleep is to have a bed that's made just for you. They can customize a mattress to your specific needs right here in the upstate at their warehouse in Greenville. They have thrived during their time in the upstate for two main reasons, trust and quality. Visit their website for more information, engineeredsleep.com. Learn more about their process. See their many deals on mattresses. Also, give them a call, 864-244-0898 to talk with a personal shopper that will help you figure out what type of mattress you need. They make all their beds in-house. I've seen their warehouse. It is an incredible operation. All the cutting, sewing, packaging, and shipping is done right here in the upstate. And here's a great deal as well. If you visit Engineered Sleep, mention my name, Kelly, you'll receive 10% off any purchase of a new mattress. So again, give them a call, 864-244-0898. Visit them today, 627 Congaree Road in Greenville. They're open on Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Go visit Engineered Sleep. And thank you, Engineered Sleep, for sponsoring the KG Show. My first topic today, we're going to talk a little Clemson football because, of course, we should. And we're heading into the summer. The players are back on campus for summer workouts. They had their two weeks off. And we were treated with the release of the Clemson preseason depth chart or post-spring depth chart. I'll probably refer to it as both of those throughout the show. A few things that stood out to me with this depth chart. Well, there, there were quite a few. But initially, when the esteemed Tim Beret sent out the email, he added some notes with this depth chart, which kind of blew me away. 61 returning lettermen, most in school history. So you'd think this depth chart wouldn't have too many surprises, right? Because you have so many returning lettermen. 17 returning starters. That adds to maybe a lack of shock value. We'll see. First defensive line in NCAA history to return four players who have been named a first or second team All-American previously in their career. That, that's ridiculous. Let that sink in for a second. First time in NCAA history that a defensive line has returned four players who have been named a first or second team All-American in their careers. Of course, that's Dexter Lawrence, Cleland Farrell, Austin Bryant, Christian Wilkins. You know the names. 44 players that have played in at least one college football playoff game. And then this was the kicker for me. Christian Wilkins, Hunter Renfro, Mitch Hyatt have all played in at least five college football playoff games. They've played in five, sorry, not at least. They've played in five. That's more than every other program in the country besides Alabama. Ohio State as a program has played in three college football playoff games. Christian Wilkins has played in five. That blew me away initially when looking at the depth chart. But when I, when I took a closer look at the position groups and the starters here for Clemson heading into the summer, this is just post-spring, so it's not set in stone by any means for September 1st when Clemson opens the season against Furman. But three things stood out. First of all, at the running back position, Travis Etienne is all by himself. That really stood out to me. Because last year, I even compared this with last year's depth chart. Last year's depth chart, of course, Travis Etienne wasn't even on campus yet, <laughs> post-spring. So Tavian Feaster, um, uh, actually Adam Choice was your starter last year, heading into the summer. Adam Choice was your starter. Um, no, sorry, C.J. Fuller, excuse me. C.J. Fuller, then Adam Choice, then Tavian Feaster. And that caused some uproar last year. So it seems the running back position causes uproar every year. This year, it's Travis Etienne at running back one. And then Adam Choice or Tavian Feaster in that second spot. There's no or by Travis Etienne's name. He's all by himself. He has cemented himself as RB1, if you will. And when you look at, when you compare Etienne and Feaster from last year, obviously I know what happens in the spring dictates this chart and it appears Etienne had a very, very good spring. 
But when you look at last year, both Etienne and Feaster, they received the same amount of carries last year. They each carried the ball 107 times. Exact, exact same amount. Travis Etienne had 766 yards. Tavian Feaster, 669. So not too much off there. But look at the touchdown numbers. Travis Etienne, 13 touchdowns on 107 carries. Tavian Feaster, seven touchdowns on 107 carries. Travis Etienne scored a touchdown on nearly every eighth carry. Every eighth time Travis Etienne touched the football, he scored. He's the most explosive player on this team. He deserves to be RB1. And the, the surprising part is that Dabo Sweeney usually sides with the veteran. We know that. And he didn't with this running back battle so far. So if we looked at it right now, it seems that Travis Etienne will start week one. A lot can change over the summer, but that was the first surprise for me. And I'll get to my next two surprises. If you want to go vote in our poll at Kelly Gramlich, find the poll there. As I've unveiled the three surprises on the poll, you can go vote. The second surprise for me, looking at the wide receiver position. You have, of course, Hunter Renfro starting in his group, which makes complete sense. We're not even going to talk about that because that's not a surprise. The other two, Amari Rogers has cemented himself as the solo starter, if you will. There's no or between him, Cornell, Power, Dar- Cornell Powell, excuse me, Darion Kendrick. Amari Rogers is the starter as just a sophomore in his second year. And then when you look at the third wide receiver group, the starting position says T. Higgins or Trevion Thompson. So Amari Rogers is a solo starter. T. Higgins is not. That surprised me because of all the hype, all the expectation, all the discussion about T. Higgins, what he did against South Carolina, what he did, I hate to say this, against the Citadel. I tend to push back against that because it was the Citadel, but you can't deny his ability, his talent, his explosiveness. What he did in the spring game, catching passes from Trevor Lawrence. I think you see a a typical case of Dabo Sweeney giving a nod to Trevion Thompson, a guy who's a fifth-year player in the program enlisting him as a dual starter. But we know if Clemson played today, T. Higgins would start. It still surprised me, though. Amari Rogers, a solo starter, all by himself. And then T. Higgins having to share that starting position, at least on paper, with Trevion Thompson. Surprised me a bit. And, of course, we know both those guys replacing Deion Kane and Ray Ray McLeod, respectively. Higgins with, with Kane and, and Rogers with Ray Ray. And when you look at Rodgers' numbers last year, he was actually fourth on the team in catches, which is surprising. Second leading returner as it, as it pertains to catches besides Hunter Renfro. He had 19 catches for 123 yards, no touchdowns. He didn't produce as much, but he was out there. He got the experience. And I think that's the most important thing. And I think if you ask any Clemson fan what they see for Amari Rodgers, what they hope to see, is that he could become that next Artavis Scott type player. That's the hope. And so that would be the ultimate goal for Amari Rogers. And then, of course, that T. Higgins could become the next Mike Williams. I think that's the hope there, too. But it still surprised me a little bit that Amari Rogers was a starter all by himself as just a sophomore. And T. Higgins was sharing that starting role with Trevion Thompson, who's a fifth-year senior. We'll see how it unfolds come September. I think we both, or all of us, agree that T. Higgins is is most likely going to start, and he is listed first over Trevion Thompson. But there's a little or there that has to be acknowledged. My third surprise, 
the third thing that surprised me from this depth chart comes from the defensive end. And it comes from the linebacker group, the linebacker group. You have Isaiah Simmons starting at the Sam linebacker, the nickelback. You have Kendall Joseph starting at middle linebacker at the Mike, and then J.D. Davis starting at the weak side linebacker at the Will. And that surprised people because Trey Lamar is not a starter. And that was the third surprise from this depth chart. Trey Lamar not listed as a starter on the depth chart, as a junior, as a guy who last year played in 10 games, started eight of them. We'll get to his injuries, but he did have some injury issues. 52 tackles, five tackles for loss, four sacks. When you compare that to J.D. Davis, who is a starter, both players played almost the exact same amount of snaps. Lamar, 331 snaps. J.D. Davis, 332. Similar in tackles, Davis, 55. Lamar, 52. Davis, four and a half tackles for loss, one sack. Lamar, five tackles for loss, four sacks. It seems that Lamar was more explosive. He made those big plays. No one can forget what he did to poor, poor James Blackman in that Florida State game when he kind of ruined the guy, almost took his head off. We all remember that. And I think you remember that play in your mind and you think, well, with how explosive that guy is, how is he not starting? I think the uh, the rationale here for Dabo Sweeney and for Brent Venables and the coaches is they move Kendall Joseph back to Mike, back to middle linebacker, because they see him as the leader of this group. I think you would say last year, Dorian O'Daniel was the leader of this linebacker group. And the year before, it was Ben Bulware. This year, the coaches, in my opinion, firmly believe it's going to be Kendall Joseph. And so he's going to be your starter there. And Trey Lamar is not a weak side linebacker. He's a middle linebacker. So then he becomes second string. You also have to take into account Trey Lamar's injuries. He was limited in the spring. He did not play in Clemson's final four games against the Citadel, South Carolina, Miami, and Alabama. He did not play. He was injured. Whereas J.D. Davis did play and, and made an impact. Seven tackles against Alabama for, for Davis. And of course, J.D. Davis is a fifth-year senior. And Trey Lamar, just a junior. And Kendall Joseph, a fifth-year senior. If Kendall Joseph hadn't come back, if he had gone on to the NFL, then of course Trey Lamar would be your starter. But I think Dabo Sweeney is going with the older guy and the guy who he knows can provide the best and the most leadership in that role. That's my theory. That's my hunch. If you have other thoughts on this, please get in on Twitter at Kelly Gramlick. The poll is up. Biggest surprise from Clemson's post-spring depth chart. Your three choices, ETN as a solo starter, Amari Rogers as a solo starter, and T. Higgins sharing a starting job, technically, as the depth chart tells us. Or third, Trey Lamar as a backup. Right now, 65% of voters are most surprised by Trey Lamar as a backup. And I would agree. 25% say ETN as a solo starter. 10% say Amari Rogers as a solo starter. I think a lot of people thought that Rogers really didn't have much competition with Cornell Powell. Don't forget about Darian Kendrick, who's listed at the or position for uh, second string there behind Amari Rogers. He's only a true freshman, but we've heard a lot of exciting things about him. So please go vote at Kelly Gramlich. You can find that poll on Twitter. Much more coming up here on the Kelly Gramlich Show. Coming up next, the Connor Shaw interview. Can't wait to get to that. Plus so much more in a busy weekend in sports on this Memorial Day weekend. More of the Kelly Gramlich Show when we return.
The Cancer Survivors Park in downtown Greenville is celebrating its grand opening weekend with three great events beginning Friday, June 1st and concluding with Cancer Survivors Day, Sunday, June 3rd. For details, registration, and tickets, visit cancersurvivorspark.org. The Kelly Gramlich Show is all new this Saturday at 10 a.m. right here on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Connor Shaw, former South Carolina and NFL quarterback, will join me for an exclusive interview sponsored by Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca. Also, check out the KG Show podcast on WCCPFM.com and on iTunes. Search WCCP. The Kelly Gramlich Show, this Saturday at 10 a.m., presented by Engineered Sleep. Homeowners and landscapers choose EnviroMulch, a locally owned, environmentally friendly company. They supply quality organic mulches, soil, sand, and stone for every landscaping application, delivery, or pickup. Nobody beats their prices. EnviroMulchOnline.com. Are you ready to go all in on a car? Granger Nissan knows what car will fit you and your family because they are a leader in the market with competitive inventory. They have everything for everyone. Granger Nissan is a family business, so they know the importance of taking care of the ones we love on the road. You can drive with confidence and ease because Granger Nissan has all new vehicles with a lifetime powertrain warranty. Granger Nissan is not just in the car business, they're in the people business. Stop by Granger Nissan of Anderson on 3510 Clemson Boulevard. Get your patio, pool, or porch ready for summer at the Craft Stove Store and Patio's annual Memorial Day sale. All in-stock patio furniture is Memorial Day sale priced, and we pay the sales tax. America's best outdoor furniture, along with Weber Grills and the Big Green Egg, are all sale priced, and we pay the tax on everything we sell. The Craft Stove Store and Patio Wade Hampton Boulevard Memorial Day sale, and we pay the sales tax. Open Memorial Day. Craft Stove Store and Patio. What if there was a paint that made you look at paint differently? One that completely rewrote paint's genetic code, so it can strengthen any color. What if it's built with better ingredients, even given superpowers? Since Benjamin Moore reinvented the way paint is made, it makes you wonder, is it still paint? Benjamin Moore, paint like no other. The Carter Color Company, 1067 Tiger Boulevard, Clemson. Your independent, local Benjamin Moore paint retailer. If you're traveling over the holiday weekend, rest assured knowing that from May 16th to May 29th, you can get a $50 or $70 reward card after submission with the purchase of four new select BF Goodrich tires. But there's more to Memorial Day than just a much-needed three-day weekend. Take a moment to honor our troops. Get to Steve's Tire and Service Center in Easley or call them at 859-1361. See bfgoodrichstires.com forward slash promo for details. A full list of qualifying tires. Offer expires May 25th, 2018. Board wear prim. Does your home have wall cracks, uneven floors, or doors and windows that are sticking? These are all signs that a foundation problem is stealing value from your home. Call Canty Foundation Specialist at 475-1671. We know your home is your number one investment, and we can help protect it. Don't wait for a foundation problem to get worse. If you have sagging floors or cracks in your sheetrock, call Canty Foundation Specialist, 475-1671, or visit us at cantyfoundationsc.com. Local Q will make your next event one to remember. Let us bring the Q to you, offering full-service catering functions or drop-off self-service events. We'll bring our famous barbecue to you and help you kick off the fun with cornhole, giant Jenga, or some classic board games. When you want to make it a party, Local Q is what you do. Learn more now online at localq.com. Beer, barbecue, and board games, it all comes together with Local Q. 
holiday of savings with the same old-fashioned guarantee. This Saturday, Sunday, and Monday at LKQ Pick Your Part. Save 40% on everything on the lot. Pull it off and save. At LKQ Pick Your Part, you can always find fresh new inventory for your car or truck. From transmissions to tires, rims to radiators. Visit LKQ Pick Your Part today and find the part you need. Bring your own tools, pull your own parts, and save big. It's that easy. And this Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, save an additional 40%. Log on to LKQPickYourPart.com for a location near you. Discover easy ordering and pick up with the new mobile app from Chick-fil-A. Once you download the app and sign up, you'll be able to bypass the line by simply ordering through your phone. You'll also have access to new ways to customize your meals, which will be saved for easy ordering on future visits. And every time you order with the app, you start earning credits toward free treats. Ordering made easy at Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca. Simply go to one.chickfil-a.com to download the app and start earning free treats today. With summer here, shouldn't you look as hot as a burger on the grill? If you want to look and feel as hot as noon on a summer day in the South, call Urban Nirvana. With the best stylists around, you'll get the kind of pampering you deserve. And the day spa will have you feeling as cool as a cucumber. And being able to buy a gift certificate online is better than a splash in the pool. Log on to UrbanNirvana.com, buy your gift certificate, and print it right from your own computer. Urban Nirvana, Mag B Station in downtown Greenville. If you're super passionate about buying or selling a house and need a get-back coach like Coach Venables, then call me, Jana Candler, with the Totes team at Berkshire Hathaway Seed and Joiner, 313-6990. Go Tigers! The Kelly Grambling Show on 105.5 The Roar. Welcome back to the Kelly Grambling Show on this wonderful Saturday morning of Memorial Day weekend. Hope your weekend is off to a great start and you have big plans. The interview coming up this segment, my interview with Connor Shaw, is proudly sponsored by Herb and Carol Tyler of Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca, where separation is the preparation. No better way to start your summer morning than with a four, six, or ten count box of Chick-fil-A chicken minis. They sound delicious. Available from 6.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. every morning at Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca. Also, for a limited time only, grab a ten count chicken mini all day. Available only at Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca. Also, don't forget about Chick-fil-A's newest seasonal menu item, Frosted Sunrise. Available only through June 2nd. You only have a couple more days. Creamy and tart treat is a combination of Chick-fil-A's signature vanilla ice dream and simply orange juice. It's a perfect tasty snack that you can enjoy at any time throughout the day. Also, make sure you have downloaded the Chick-fil-A mobile app. Once you download the app and sign up, you'll be able to bypass the line by simply ordering through your phone. You'll have access to new ways to customize your meals, which will be saved for easy ordering on future visits. Earn points on the app toward free, treat, free treats as well. That's tough to say. Free treats. Ordering made simple at Chick-fil-A of Clemson and Chick-fil-A of Seneca. Visit them online, one.chickfilay.com. One.chickfilay.com to download the app and start earning free Chick-fil-A. Let's get to my interview with Connor Shaw. I started off asking him why he finally decided to hang it up and retire when he stopped working out for teams last fall. Let's ask him about that and see what else he had to say in our Chick-fil-A interview with Connor Shaw. Yeah, I think after uh, just going three years in a row on the injured reserve and going kind of through the gauntlet of uh, being injury-plagued, uh, and I guess like you said the last time we talked, I was going through the workout circuit, uh, traveling different cities, and and actually failed a few of those physicals, and it just got to the point where 
really I didn't think I could perform at the level I could uh, before the injury. So it was on from there. I felt peace about it, and then um, I kind of knew that it was inevitable that I was going to be a coach. I grew up in a coach's family, and so this was uh, it's really worked out. Like you said, I'm a resident here in the upstate, and Furman's really close to home, so it's been a wonderful fit so far. I saw online, I found this quote from Steve Spurrier, your former coach at South Carolina. People know who Steve Spurrier is, by the way. <laughs> he said, yeah. uh, "He said you were destined to be a coach. What do you think when you hear that quote? Well, one, I mean, it's what an honor for him to say that because you know, he was one of the, the people that I idolized growing up and then had a, a chance to play for him was, was a, a wonderful opportunity for me and something that I'll cherish forever, but and I think in a sense that he um, he may be right. I mean, like I said, I grew up in a locker room. My brother's a coach. My dad's a coach. Um, I've just been around the game too long not to be a part of it. And uh, so it's been really, you know, the transition has been different, um, probably more challenging than I thought from a, from a player to coach. But, you know, that's great to have a staff full of guys with, with a lot of experience and of course the people that I've come across with as far as Coach Spurrier, my family, uh, some coordinators in the NFL, a lot of people to gain insight from. So right now you're at Furman, you're starting your coaching career at Furman. You kind of touched on it earlier, but why Furman and specifically why tight ends? I'm curious about that. Yeah. Well, Furman made sense. Obviously I didn't have to uproot my family, uh -huh. uh, which in the coaching business, there's a lot of that going on. So I was very fortunate and blessed to be able to stay in the upstate. And then, you know, Clay Hendricks and, and George Coyles and the, the staff at Furman really was the icing on the cake. They are uh, wonderful men and, you know, quality coaches as well. And, you know, tight ends, it's funny, I've got that question a lot. You know, I know how to coach the quarterbacks. I've been a part of it all my life. And I wanted to learn something different. I wanted a new perspective of the game. I wanted to understand offensive line play a little bit more and I know the tight end is heavily involved with that and I, I like the challenge of coaching a unique group that's asked to be a tackle on the offensive line and then asked to run routes like a wide receiver and uh, it's been a great learning experience for me and I have a great room I've got a, a handful of players that will make my job a lot easier. So you talk about wanting to kind of expand your offensive knowledge. You know quarterback like the back of your hand. Want to find out some more about some other positions. Does that mean eventually, I don't want to read into this too much, but eventually do you want to be a head coach? Is that a goal for you? Yeah, I think that's way down the line. But, you know, of course, I think that would be the end goal. Um, there's, a, there's a ways to go for me, obviously, and a lot to learn. But I think one of these days, when it's all said and done, I'd like to – I'd like to be a head coach. I want to ask you a bit about your NFL experience, Connor. You played with the Browns and the Bears, signed as an undrafted free agent with the Browns after your career at South Carolina. What did you learn from that process in the NFL? You mentioned, I saw a quote from you talking about how you've been in all these meeting rooms. You know what it takes to be successful offensively in the NFL, so you can translate that to your coaching career. What have you learned in the NFL in that process, and how are you applying that to your, head co or your, your coaching career right now? Yeah, well, shoot, I think, you know, the, the four years I was in, I had three different coordinators. So there is just a broad knowledge of it, really, and different ways to do it um, as far as game planning and scheming and different systems. And, uh, you know, obviously had to learn all of them. 
Um, I think there's going to there's going to be things that I could take from that. Uh, things I necessarily didn't think that it will translate, um, but just to have the opportunity, really, to to just dive back in the playbooks that I had to just kind of retrace my steps when I was in Cleveland and Chicago. I, I mean, that stuff is going to be invaluable uh, at the coaching level. Speaking or continuing to talk about your NFL career, not many people, not many quarterbacks can say they've started an NFL game. You started the season finale in 2014 for the Browns against the Ravens. Take me back to that experience. What was that like for you? Yeah, that was a crazy week. So uh, we had a couple of guys go down uh, the previous week, and Brian Horry and Johnny Mandel. And so I got the nod on that Monday and really just spent um, all day, every day, with our quarterback coach and coordinator leading up to that Sunday. And, you know, what, what a chance for me to go live out my dream. And at the time, that's not really what went through my head. I had a lot of things on my plate. But uh, just to kind of sit back and reflect on it um, is really cool. I mean, I'll cherish that, that moment. And, you know, we had a, a strong three quarters. And then Joe Flacco decided to be Joe Flacco in the fourth quarter and I think went like 12 for 12 for like 200 yards and came back to beat us. But uh, no, it was a great chance for me to go out and and play the game at the highest level there is. Take me into that quarterback room in Cleveland. You mentioned Johnny Manziel, Brian Hoyer, and yourself. What was the vibe in that quarterback room back in 2014? <laughs> well, I think it was a lot better than what people made it out to be. Um, you know, Johnny and I have a have a good relationship, and it was just it was a competitive room. I mean, you had Brian Hoyer who uh, had a strong season the year before, and so he was trying to take the reins to become a starter. And then you have Johnny that's drafted in the first round, and there's just a lot of uncertainty and uh, a lot of just unproven from the both of them. And then you throw me in the mix, and I spent most of the time on on the practice squad, but. Was competitive enough, competitive enough to, to push them and make them better, and so I think we gelled well. I think that from the outside looking in, it was more turmoil than it actually was. I want to talk a bit about your South Carolina career, Connor. And we mentioned this earlier: winning as quarterback in school history. When you look at that, when someone says that to you, what kind of emotion does that stir up for you? Because that's a major accomplishment for anybody. And how do you kind of think about your years at South Carolina? Obviously fondly, but just overall thoughts on your career with the Gamecocks. Oh, goodness. Well, the first thing that comes to mind when someone says winning a quarterback is just flashes of the different players that I played with. I mean, you can just go down the roster, and there's double digits in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them were drafted in the first few rounds. In fact, you know, a few were in the top ten. So, you know, I definitely played at South Carolina at the right time and made me look a lot better than I actually was. And then, but no, the experience I had at South Carolina, um, you know, the class that we put together, you know, we had a great bond. It was just a brotherhood in the locker room. And I think we won a lot of games before we ever stepped on the field just because of the camaraderie that we had um, in that 2010 class and, and the couple of classes before us that put together the foundation. A lot of bowl games you played in, two Capital One Bowls and an Outback Bowl. You never lost a bowl game. Is there a specific game, even besides bowl games, that stands out for you, a specific moment for you in your Carolina career that you think back on? Um, There's a handful. I mean, I think one that comes to mind is the 2012 game versus Georgia. 
you know, me being from Georgia and growing up with a lot of Bulldogs fans, that one meant a lot. And then, um, I guess the Missouri game, and then you know the 2000, uh, the 2012 bowl game, the Outback Bowl, when when me and Dylan split time, and just to kind of end the in that game in dramatic fashion, and see him go in and play well, and we had a good thing going. Um, but there's you know the 2013 finale in the Capital One Bowl. We were able to put together a really good game. So there's just a lot of games that you can reflect back on and just really appreciate. I mentioned the Steve Spurrier quote earlier, talking about how you were destined to be a coach. I think if I had to pick one of Steve Spurrier's favorite players at Carolina, I would imagine you were one of them. Did you feel that as you were playing for Steve Spurrier, or was he a little harder on you than people thought? No, I think I I didn't feel that until after I graduated. (laughs) I think there was a lot of butting heads and love-hate relationship and... Um, but I wouldn't want it any other way. I think that that man demanded perfection from not only myself, but the rest of rest of my teammates, and we responded well to him, and he found the way to maximize our potential and our talent, and it showed. Is there a specific Steve Spurrier story that comes to mind when you think of the old ball coach? Um, shoot, there's so many, but I'm going to keep this positive. <laughs> and... Um, I think one of the cooler things for me is, uh, and I hate to make it about me, but I just something that really resonates with me. Um, the 2011 season, when I had my first home start against Kentucky, he saved the start card. You, every for every game, you have the referees and you have, you know, who's your captains and who your starting mm-hmm. uh, lineup is. And so he had kept that until I had graduated, and after our senior banquet, you know, it was like folded up and. He gave it to me, and I think I cherished that little piece of paper more than any accolade or accomplishment that I had just because it meant that, that Coach Burger thought I would, I would turn into something, you know, that he recruited me for a reason, and he had high expectations, and, and it kind of solidified that um, his thought process when he kept it. So that was really special to me, and so, so uh, I think that's a, as positive as I can make it for Coach Burger. <laughs> Connor, I know our listeners might not appreciate this stat, but you never lost to Clemson while at South Carolina as a starter. Um, what does that mean to you? And specifically, what, how are, what are your thoughts on the Clemson-Carolina rivalry? Where does it rank for you in the echelon of college football rivalries? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it means more now that I know more about it. I, you know, being from Georgia, I really couldn't grasp the – the rivalry or the hatred or whatever you want to call it between South Carolina and Clemson. And now that I've graduated and, and, you know, living in the upstate, I appreciate that we didn't lose to the Tigers. (laughs) (laughs) So um, it is without a doubt one of the most intense and passionate rivalries in college football. And the fan bases, um, they really, I mean, their Thanksgiving and the rest of their year is dictated on who's the winner of uh, the Palmetto rivalry. So, it makes for a fun. It makes for a fun Thanksgiving, and there's a lot of house divided, and so it's a, it's a really fun aspect. All right, last one for you, Connor. I saw this article in the state newspaper, in which you were voted the most popular Gamecock athlete of all time. The final four was George Rogers, Asia Wilson, you, and Marcus Lattimore. You defeated George Rogers in the championship game. When someone says you're the most popular Gamecock athlete of all time, what does that mean to you? Oh, goodness. Someone sent that uh, article to me, and the first thing that came to my mind was I must have had some 
relative or family <laughs> member just voting twice or something like that. <laughs> but no, it's really cool. I mean, I thought that was a kind of a cool deal to get the fans involved and there's so many other players that were much, much better than me and that will resonate with much more people. But it is it is quite an honor just to be involved with that and just to be among those guys. I mean, you, I don't know how much you can, you know, really dictate on, on voting polls, but it's without a doubt. Uh, it means something to me, and, you know, Columbia will be always a home for me. Thanks again to Connor Shaw for joining us in our Chick-fil-A interview of the day, brought to you by Chick-fil-A of Clemson, Chick-fil-A of Seneca. So much to talk about with that interview, so much to get to in our final segment. We'll take our final break and come back for more of the Kelly Gramlich Show in just a moment. Get your patio, pool, or porch ready for summer at the Craft Stove Store and Patio's annual Memorial Day sale. All in-stock patio furniture is Memorial Day sale priced, and we pay the sales tax. America's best outdoor furniture, along with Weber Grills and the Big Green Egg, are all sale priced, and we pay the tax on everything we sell. The Craft Stove Store and Patio Wade Hampton Boulevard Memorial Day sale, and we pay the sales tax. Open Memorial Day. Craft Stove Store and Patio. If you're traveling over the holiday weekend, rest assured knowing that from May 16th to May 29th, you can get a $50 or $70 reward card after submission with the purchase of four new select BF Goodrich tires. But there's more to Memorial Day than just a much-needed three-day weekend. Take a moment to honor our troops. Get to Steve's Tire and Service Center in Easley or call them at 859-1361. See bfgoodrichtires.com forward slash promo for details. A full list of qualifying tires. Offer expires May 25th, 2018. Void wear prohibited. The South Carolina Football Hall of Fame Legend Speaker Series presents Coach Steve Spurrier, June 6th at the Embassy Suites at Verde. Coach Spurrier's storied career as a player and a coach has made him one of the most decorated football icons in history. Don't miss your chance to get up close and personal with the head ball coach and enjoy a special evening with a -a one-of-a-kind silent auction. The South Carolina Football Hall of Fame Legend Speaker Series presented by Ingalls Markets. For information and to purchase your tickets, visit scfootballhof.org slash shop. Chick-fil-A introduces its newest seasonal menu item, Frosted Sunrise, which is available for a limited time only through June 2nd. The creamy and tart treat is a combination of Chick-fil-A's signature vanilla ice dream and Simply Orange juice. Frosted Sunrise combines simple but flavorful ingredients into a tasty treat that customers can enjoy throughout the day. It's all day at Chick-fil-A. Stop by Chick-fil-A of Clemson or Seneca to try the new delicious Frosted Sunrise through June 2nd and tell them Kelly sent you. Are you ready to go all in on a car? Granger Nissan knows what car will fit you and your family because they are a leader in the market with competitive inventory. They have everything for everyone. Granger Nissan is a family business, so they know the importance of taking care of the ones we love on the road. You can drive with confidence and ease because Granger Nissan has all new vehicles with a lifetime powertrain warranty. Granger Nissan is not just in the car business, they're in the people business. Stop by Granger Nissan of Anderson on 3510 Clemson Boulevard. For businesses needing the right people, Express Employment Professionals does the work for you. We get to know your business and what you're looking for. From skilled labor to administrative help or a new executive to join your team. For individuals looking for work, from office managers to sales professionals, welders to machinists, Express has the contacts to assist in your job search. Express Employment Professionals takes pride in connecting the right people with the right company. With offices in Easley, Spartanburg, and two in Greenville, we have the upstate covered. Go to ExpressPros.com to find your next job. You have cracks in your driveway, sidewalk, or settling pool decks. Why tear it out when you can lift it? 
Chanty Foundation Specialist can raise concrete slabs back to its original position using our patented poly-level process. Call Canty today at 864-475-1671. Don't replace it, raise it. 475-1671 or visit us at CantyFoundationSC.com. Dabo knows the gridiron, Brad knows the hardwood, Monty knows the diamond, and the clever people know real estate. Serving the upstate is the top team of your local Berkshire Hathaway C. Dan Joyner office. The clever people have a proven track record of selling homes faster and for more money than their competitors. Built on a philosophy of putting people over profit, the clever people know how to protect you and your investment. Call 864-940-3777 to put them to the test. Go Tigers! What if there was a paint that made you look at paint differently? One that completely rewrote paint's genetic code, so it can strengthen any color. What if it's built with better ingredients, even given superpowers? Since Benjamin Moore reinvented the way paint is made, it makes you wonder, is it still paint? Benjamin Moore, paint like no other. The Carter Color Company, 1067 Tiger Boulevard, Clemson. Your independent, local Benjamin Moore paint retailer. As a business, you want a clean facility for your customers, your staff, and your guests. Turn to the best in the industry, Jan Pro. You are hiring a company whose staff is certified, not just trained. They're insured and bonded, and they go through an intense five-week certification program. They're local business owners growing the local economy, and they can do more than just cleaning. You'll be more than satisfied with the Jan Pro team on your team. You'll be amazed. Call Jan Pro today at 458-3053. The Kelly Gramlich Show on 105.5 The Roar. Final segment of the Kelly Gramlich Show here this morning. Now this is a Memorial Day song. This is going to get you ready for the weekend, that's for sure. Thanks again to Connor Shaw for joining me for my uh, Chick-fil-A interview of the day. So much in that interview, so much I wanted to ask him about. And I actually met Connor Shaw back at Taj Boyd's charity golf tournament. I think that was uh, last October, early November. And found out, which some people might have known this, but I don't think I really knew this, that Taj Boyd and Connor Shaw are really good friends, which I think is so interesting considering the battles they had on the field throughout the years. But I think you can tell through that interview that Connor Shaw is, is just a really good guy, good guy in the community. We'll see how his coaching career goes at Furman and beyond. He says he wants to be a head coach, and maybe he is going to channel a little bit of that uh, Steve Spurrier vibe as he gave us some good Steve Spurrier stories. I really like the one um, talking about how Steve Spurrier saved the lineup card for his first start. It seemed like that meant a lot to Shaw. And, and you don't see, you don't think of Steve Spurrier as a guy who is really sentimental in any way. I think of Dabo Sweeney more in that regard. I, I would imagine Dabo Sweeney did that for Deshaun or for Taj or whatever. You would see Dabo doing that. I'm not sure if I see Steve Spurrier doing that. So that fascinated me as well. And then finally, when we talked about how the state newspaper put out the final four for most popular Gamecock athletes ever, and Connor Shaw won that. He was more popular than Asia Wilson, George Rogers, Jamie Clowney, Marcus Lattimore, those guys. It got me thinking about Clemson's final four. What would be Clemson's final four for the, the top four most popular athletes of all time? The thing is, right now in 2018, just two years removed from a national championship, really a year and a half from the game, 
I think Deshaun Watson would win any of these competitions. I don't really think it would be a fair fight. Uh, that being said, I jotted down some names during the break that came to mind. Just football-wise, I think Jeff Davis would have to be on there. Taj Boyd would still have to be on there. Ben Bulware. Ben Bulware is such a fan favorite. Hunter Renfro, of course. Nuke. I think Nuke has, especially since his NFL career has been so tremendous, and because he's from here, and he went to Daniel, Nuke would get a lot of votes in that category. Uh, C.J. Spiller, Texter gets in, no doubt. C.J. Spiller would be on there. There's so many football names. You can't name all of them. Other ones that come to mind, baseball, I think Chris Oakey maybe, or Rudy Cox from the more recent years. Chris Benson, uh, Bill Spires, those guys. Basketball-wise, the late DeMontez Stitt, I think he would he would definitely be on there. Terrell McIntyre, Tree Rollins, Sharon Wright. Even more recent guys, Tanner Smith was tremendously popular. Andre Young. Uh, I would say even, you know, from last year's team, you had some really popular guys. I don't know if they would make the the final four, if you will. But uh, those guys are very popular as well. I just think, and if you disagree, please text us, 986-1566. You could do a final four. You could do a sweet 16. You could do a whole tournament of Clemson athletes. I don't see anyone beating Deshaun Watson. <laughs> and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. That's just how I, I think it would unfold. And I, a little surprised that Connor Shaw beat... A guy like George Rogers, who won a Heisman Trophy for Carolina. Jadavian Clowney, Marcus Lattimore, who was an incredibly popular Gamecock athlete. And then, of course, Asia Wilson, who apparently they're going to build a statue of. You know, so there's that one as well. Great text, more text on the text line, names that I've forgotten. Horace Grant, he would be on there. Trevor Booker. Trevor Booker was tremendously popular. Exactly right. Cliff Hammonds, those are some basketball names for you. Um, Seth Beer, I think Seth Beer could possibly be on there. His career isn't even over yet. We, we'll see what he does in the postseason and in the ACC Baseball Championship. And then, of course, in the tournament, if he can lead Clemson to a College World Series, that could really put him in the upper echelon. I think that's a, a very good name from a texter from the 864. If I've forgotten any names, text me. I feel like I hit the big ones, but of course, there are many others. Khalil Green, Khalil Green, I think that would be one as well. A few more baseball names coming in. It would be interesting to see. Maybe, maybe we'll do that on Out of Bounds this summer. Put together a Clemson athlete uh, popularity tournament and see who wins. I'd still put my money on Deshaun Watson in every single matchup against anybody. This uh, Kelly Gramlich Show today brought to you by Local Q, the place to connect for beer, barbecue, and board games. 30 Orchard Park Drive in Greenville, right off Haywood Road. You can't miss it. Stop by Local Q for the massive beer selection, delicious appetizers and starters, hearty barbecue and entrees, of course. And, of course, the board games. The board games, other games such as cornhole, ping pong, pool, shuffleboard, and darts. Also, Local Q has a new event space. It can be rented out for corporate events, wedding events, rehearsal dinners, birthdays, you name it. Great food and drinks for everyone. Private room with a full bar and TVs. You can watch all kinds of sporting events in that private room. We had our college basketball tip-off show in March there, and it was big success. Loved it. Great space for um, a get-together. Visit their website today, localq.com, or give them a call, 864-288-6873. Texter, I don't know how I forgot the fridge. You're exactly right. The fridge would be on there as well. Keep the names coming if I've forgotten anybody. I think that would be interesting. We'll make that happen at some point on our airwaves this summer. Do a, a Clemson athlete popularity tournament.
as the state did with the Gamecocks, and Connor Shaw won that. If you missed my Connor Shaw interview, it is already up on WCCPFM.com. Just go to the Shows tab at the top, click the Kelly Gramlich Show, and it's there. Also, the full podcast of this show will be available on iTunes and on WCCPFM.com right when the show ends. Go vote in our poll on Twitter. Find the poll at Kelly Gramlich. This was our topic for the first segment of today's show, a little Clemson football for you. What was the biggest surprise from Clemson's post-spring depth chart reveal this past week? Three choices I put in the poll. Travis Etienne as a solo starter, Amari Rogers as a solo starter, and Trey Lamar as a backup. Which one of those surprised you the most? Go vote in our poll. Uh, 67% of votes right now say Trey Lamar as a backup was the most surprising. 25% Travis Etienne as a solo starter, and then 8% Amari Rogers as a solo starter. It seems no one was surprised by Amari Rogers um, taking a starting spot all by himself. I think the more surprising part of that is that T. Higgins was not starting by himself and is not at this point. Again, if, if a game started today, it would, you would imagine T. Higgins would be the starter. But right now he is sharing, sharing the, um, the starting spot with Trevion Thompson, the fifth-year senior. And Dabba Sweeney siding with a little veteran presence on that one. Before we head out today on the KG show, instead of doing a top five list today, which I want to do most of the weeks, but I think this week, because we've had... We've had some, it hasn't been the, a news full of, or a week full of great news, to be honest. I want to give you three really good, feel good stories from this week in sports. And the first one is a little funnier than feel good, but I couldn't resist it. As a girl who uh, grew up in Texas, uh, George W. Bush, who used to be a part owner of the Texas Rangers, he was sitting in some very good seats at a Texas Rangers game. This past week, front row seat. And you know how at uh, Major League Baseball games, they do the president races where you have guys that are dressed up as former presidents racing around the field. Well, they're doing them now at the Rangers games. And there was a George W. Bush racer, a George W. Bush mascot. And the real George W. Bush can be seen heckling the fake George W. Bush as he runs around Rangers Park and races some other presidents. I thought that was really funny. Go Google that if you want to see him yelling at his, uh, basically his likeness, his, his mascot there and telling him to get moving because he's trying to win the race. I thought that was a, a nice story from, from the Texas Rangers game this past week. And then, of course, we saw and we all know what happened in Santa Fe, Texas this past week with the school shooting. Um, and I just want to give you a feel-good story from that because there aren't many, to be honest. But the Houston Rockets in Game 5, which, of course, Game 6 is tonight with the Warriors-Rockets. In Game 5, Rockets owner Tillman... Uh, Fertitta provided more than 400 tickets to Santa Fe high school seniors, as well as school administration and Santa Fe first responders for the Rockets game five against the Warriors. And of course, the Rockets won. So it was a um, celebratory game there. Um, The Santa Fe high school choir performed the national anthem. Principal took the game's first ceremonial shot. And of course, the Rockets wore a Santa Fe HS, Santa Fe high school patch on their jerseys. And the Rockets owner even said he grew up uh, south of Houston and played high school football against Santa Fe. So he knows the area and, and knows, of course, how terrible the tragedy was. I thought that was a great, great gesture from the Rockets 
really appreciated that from the Rockets. I think the whole country did. And to see what the Texans did and the Astros did specifically after Hurricane Harvey hit Houston and then to see what the Rockets are doing after this tragedy. You love to see major franchises in these cities make a difference. So that was a great story from the weekend. Final feel-good story to send you off for your weekend. We know the Indianapolis 500 is tomorrow. They will start officially the 102nd running of the Indianapolis 500 will begin at 12.19 p.m. 12.19 p.m. So uh, make sure if you want to stay tuned for that and watch that tomorrow. It's a big spectacle. I love American spectacles. It's going to be fun. This story, though, from the Indianapolis 500, Colorado IndyCar driver Stefan Wilson, he qualified for the Indy 500. Big deal, of course. But it's more, uh, it's, it's about more than just winning for him this race. Stefan's brother, Justin, was also a racer. He was killed in a racing accident in 2015. Justin was an organ donor and saved the lives of five people with his organs after he passed away. And so his brother, Stefan, who is racing in the Indy 500, will race with a car that says driven to save lives. You can be on the lookout for that car in the Indianapolis 500. He's teamed up with Donate Life Colorado and the Indiana Donor Network. And the names of 25 people on the waiting list for life-saving organs are also on his car. And he says, there will be 25 patients riding along with me, representing the 115,000 Americans on the national wait list. I thought that was an incredible gesture from Stefan Wilson, specifically to honor his brother who passed away driving Indy cars. And he's going to do his best not only to win the Indy 500, but to honor um, the, the people that his brother's life saved the people that are trying to to receive organs at this point. And of course, just to honor his brother in general. A great story, maybe a car to root for in the Indy 500. If you don't have a driver you want to root for, or you don't know too much about the race, I would watch the Indy 500 just again for the, for the spectacle personally. But root for that number 25 car, the driven to save lives car. Find that one on the track on Sunday for the Indianapolis 500. And like I said, a lot going on this weekend in sports, a lot to watch. Clemson baseball tonight in the semifinals, 445 pregame, 5 o'clock first pitch. This hour also brought to you by Steve's Tire and Service in Easley, a locally owned business and longtime partner here at WCCP. For over 40 years, they've taken care of their customers, providing tires, brakes, front alignments, and more. They now offer a full line of automotive and truck accessories, toolboxes, etc. Anything you need for your vehicle. They're an authorized dealer for BF Goodrich, Michelin, and Yokohama Tires. The same family has owned and operated Steve's for all these years. Take it from me. You can't go wrong when you take your car, truck, van, or SUV to Steve's Tire and Service in Easley. 109 Peachtree Street between 123 and 93. Give them a call today at 864-859-1361. That's Steve's Tire and Service in Easley. Thanks to those guys at Steve's Tire as well as Local Q. Chick-fil-A of Clemson, Chick-fil-A of Seneca, and of course, Engineered Sleep, our title sponsor, for helping to bring you the Kelly Gramlich Show today. Before we get out, please go vote in our poll. Let me know what you think about our first topic today. The surprises from the Clemson depth chart. If you missed that discussion, check out the podcast. Right now, 68% of voters say Trey Lamar as a backup is their biggest surprise. I think I would agree. Travis Etienne stood out to me as a solo starter, but specifically Trey Lamar not starting, maybe because of injuries and other reasons, a major surprise. Thanks again to Connor Shaw for joining me today, for Lee Harper producing the show this morning. Have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. Check out the podcast on iTunes on WCCPFM.com. And again, Clemson Baseball, 445 pregame, 5 p.m. first pitch. Have a wonderful weekend. 
from the Priority One Security Studios, we are WCCP.